Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding with me, Aaron Singerman, and my co-host, IFBB Bikini Pro, Christina Voynich. Christina, what's in the news for this week? New York Pro in review, the Toronto Pro coming up, an interview with women's physique champion Juliana Malacarne, all this week on an abbreviated episode of Access Bodybuilding. That's right, Christina. This is an abbreviated episode because... Um, like, uh, like the news obviously is not um, on our schedule, unfortunately. So um, we don't have a lot of news to talk about this week. Although we're going to do uh, make the most of it as uh, we always do. And uh, this week we're going to start with our very first story, uh, New York Pro in review. And we're going to try to give a little bit more details and a little different kind of details than you might have heard anywhere else. I like it. Yep. When there's nothing to talk about, we will create something to talk about. <laughs> um, let's start with the um, the main thing that the, the main issue for me. What I what I am most impressed with. I guess we'll start. We'll go with the first thing I like the most at the New York Pro, and then we'll go to the thing I like the least. Okay. Um, what I like the most is the women's physique division. Uh, this is a division, obviously, me and you have talked about in depth on many different episodes of Excess Bodybuilding, that um, we kind of, there are points where we liked what we were seeing, and there are points where we were kind of um, mystified with what we were seeing. And um, a lot of that was earlier on in the season, and it's kind of slowly built up to the New York Pro where I really like the decisions. And um, basically what I mean by that is that a lot of times we were seeing very little uh, difference between the women who are winning uh, women's physique and uh, the women who are winning figure, or really the condition of the women. Well, yeah, you know, just all the conversations that we've, um, you know, on Muscle Girls, we had the conversation with Sarah Hurley. Um, other interviews Sarah Hurley had done when she jumped into St. Louis, you know, she was really just three weeks out from a show she had specifically been planning on doing. So, you know, up until now, it was a, you know, uh, not quite ready figure competitor, so a little bit bigger, not quite as lean. But I think the judges are specifically making a point with this show, especially that that is not the direction um, that they really want. I think also based on the women who turned pro at the Junior USA's as well. These are women with a little bit more muscle that are in fact bigger than a figure competitor. Um, and I think that's starting to make people happy. You have, um, for example, a girl like Jillian Reville, who's been placing the top three. She placed 12th. Right. You had Melissa DiBernardo, who had been, I think, at placing top three. She was then, um, I think she was seventh. You have Michelle Blank, who was second at uh, St. Louis, I believe. Right. Right. She did not place. So you, you have a lot of girls who had you know, typically been doing pretty well, not place in the top five. And I think that's, that's something to kind of take note of. Um, yeah, I, I also want to make a point. Um, one of the, uh, I don't know if that you would say that she was a favorite, but certainly one of the more popular athletes in the show, uh, Dana Lynn Bailey, who was trying to make a, um, I guess, almost like a comeback. You know, she plays fourth at her uh, debut. And what was that in Arizona, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, people were, she was highly touted as, since she was the first women's physique pro, People were thinking that this was going to be the ideal of what um, what we were going to be seeing in the division, in the pro division. And uh, she um, came in a little softer here by design, um, thinking that that would help her. And uh, she places uh, last place. She ties her 16th with a bunch of other girls uh, getting no place. Um, were you surprised by that? Uh, I love Dana. I love, love, love Dana. Um, I think anyone who knows Dana, has ever met her, loves her as well. So it's it's tough um, to see her not do well, as I'm sure it's disappointing. Here's here's kind of my thought behind the whole Dana Lynn Bailey and competing in women's physique and everything. When she first did the the, the very first show, Junior USA's last year, women's physique, um, you know, I, I feel like people are saying, why did she turn pro if that's not the look they wanted? Because clearly by placing her in the, you know, 16th did not place spot, that's saying the look you have today is really not what we want. And it's not that she's not muscular because she's a little muscular. It's not that she's not lean. Of course, she's she's shredded most of the time. However, I think when she turned pro, most women were taking a step back and they wanted to see the division first before they jumped in. So you may have had girls like Jolie Smith. You may have had girls like Ayanna Carroll who were playing around with possible, possibly doing women's physique, but they're like, you know what, I want to kind of see how this goes first. Now all of a sudden the, the uh, division is inundated with these really great women who have beautiful shape, who have a lot of muscle, 
And I think now that a lot of these women are kind of coming out of the woodwork, this is the look that they want. And unfortunately, Dana was just in that first group of girls. And you can see it with bikini, for example. The the condition of the bikini girls, the top girls, the shape, the personality, all of that is is not consistent with the first girls yeah. that turn pro. And that's, that's what we have to remember, that in, in one year's time, there is such an evolution with the division. And it's just, uh, and I, it sucks because Dana is so great. Um, but I... I don't think that's the look that they want. I think they want someone with a little more um, beautiful and aesthetically pleasing shape. And I think Dana will be the first to say she doesn't have, you know, this itty bitty teeny tiny waist and these beautiful sweeped quads and this, you know, Candace Keene style back. She just doesn't have that. And you see someone like Juliana Malacarne and she has beautiful shape. And I think that may be in a very long winded explanation <laughs> what they're going for. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that um, you often hear judges say, they only judge what's on stage at the time. And I believe that um, when Dana Lynn Bailey got her pro card, she was the best that was on stage at that, at that time. And um, now, as you said, this thing has evolved. Now, the big point that I wanted to make was that this uh, show, the Women's Physique Division, was judged by um, the president himself, Jim Mannion. And um, basically, I think that he decided that he would judge this to kind of um, move this division back to where he originally pictured it. Obviously, Different people have different ideas of what the division should be. Uh, Bob Ciccarello, for example, has been telling girls to, to be softer, to come in softer. And I know that was very frustrating for uh, Jillian Ravel, who you know obviously works with Iron Mag Labs and me. And so she was told to be softer and softer and softer. So she came in softer for this show um, because that is how Bob imagined the division to be. And I know Bob played a very big role in making the division uh, come to fruition, that this probably wouldn't even happen without Bob. But... Um, that said, Bob is not the one um, making, deciding where it goes, and uh, Jim is. And so uh, he sat down and judged this division, and it came out very, very different than uh, I think it would have if, you know, if, for example, Lee Thompson, who's judged many other, uh, I think four or three other women's physique shows, Bob, who kind of had a, his own vision for this, and, and then some of the other people. I, I definitely agree with you, and I think this is kind of refreshing. Um, to see it at the hands of the, you know, uh, president of, you know, uh, our part of the Federation put his stamp on what he thinks, because hopefully, and and we all know that a lot of the judging is sometimes subjective, subjective. It's what the judges prefer. Do they like harder? Do they like softer? Um, you know, Sandy sometimes likes likes a softer look for women. Weinberger sometimes likes a harder look. Um, you know, these are just, which is okay. You know, that's that's definitely okay because you know this is a, a sport where it's not you know you you shoot more baskets than I do and you win. Um, but I think having Jim Mannion himself do this, I'm hoping that it'll spark a light bulb in the rest of the judges as they continue to compete that they'll kind of be reminded of this type of physique and say to themselves, okay, this in, in this lineup, which was what like 29 girls, right. this is who you know the boss sees as number one so how closely can we get to that type of physique going right. forward i think with, that with yeah shows i think that, that that you make a good point and i think that in the future somebody like um uh, lee thompson or or jim raquel or any of sandy and the head judges now they have an idea of where the where basically the boss wants it to go and uh, if they go a totally different direction um by putting another uh, figure girl in first then it will um kind of I, I guess it will kind of displease the boss which obviously you don't want to do you know well yeah especially when you know this is how he sees the division going and i think like i said it's refreshing to finally get you know uh to get a placing and have there be a lot more valid uh valid i can't even validation see, validation behind it Rather than have it be, oh, it's a different group of judges. Oh, it's this group of judges like this, this group like this. This is the uh, the man himself is saying, this is what I like, which makes it a lot more credible. And I think people are listening to that. Um, now, what I'm going to read is um, the MPC News Online has his uh, report where he breaks down the three top competitors. And it's a short quote on each one of the three girls. And I think it's worth reading, um, especially since it's from uh, Mr. Mannion. So the, in third place, we had uh, from Thailand, and I'm going to try to say her name, uh, Penprag, Penprag Hai, Penprag Hai Tain Gong Kong or something. 
<laughs> that, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, I think that's it, actually. No, uh, she uh, she impressed the hell out of me, I got to say. I've seen pictures of her on Facebook. Uh, Jerry Beck used to put pictures of her up on his Facebook, and me and her got to be friends on Facebook. And I always thought, man, this girl is great, but she would get destroyed in figure because she was a pro figure competitor, the only pro in Thailand. Okay. And I was like, if she comes and does a show, she's going to get, you know, last place. So this worked out perfectly for her. And uh, this is what Jim Mannion has to say about her. She was in very good shape. I'm sure people are looking at it like she's built more along the lines of Juliana than second place finisher. But in certain poses, she was almost too muscular. Her deltoids and legs were showing a little too much muscularity. If she can smooth out those areas a little bit, she's going to have a great future. She was just a little bit too hard. But if she can tone it down just a bit, she's going to be right up there with anybody. That's good to hear that from uh, Mr. Mannion. Yeah. Next, next uh, second place, uh, Teresita Morales. Um, very small waist. This is what we're talking about with the shape. You know, she's got a wide, uh, very good sweep on her legs or quads. Very small waist, good shoulders. He says uh, she has good shape and poses very well. She could use a little bit more size. Her conditioning was good, but don't get any harder. Good shape, small waist, conditioning was right on, and the fact that. The second, third place competitor, Paraguay, is a little too hard uh, to be higher than anywhere but third. So uh, it's almost like he's saying that uh, that the Thai, the girl from Thailand, if she was just a little softer, she would have been in second. But because she was too hard, you got Teresita in second. Right, right, makes sense. Uh, Juliana, now this is his comments on Juliana Malacarne. To me, Juliana is probably the best overall women's physique competitor we've seen this year. She looked very, very good. She used to be in figure, but she was always too big for that division. Great frame, great stage presence, great balance. Her legs have always been great. She did very well in the posing. Juliana Juliana has muscle, but she isn't overpowering. She doesn't have that too hard look and doesn't look stringy. From her back, that's probably where she's the hardest. But that amount of muscle and overall conditioning was right in line with where it should be. So. Okay. I mean, basically, in case you didn't look at the scorecards, Juliana got per, a perfect score. So uh, yeah. that just goes to show you there wasn't. And if you and, and uh, Juliana actually makes this point in the interview. I guess somebody told her she looked back at the other scores. This was um, either the first time or one of the only times that the scorecard has been like that in women's physique, where everybody agreed. You know, where it was like a unanimous decision. Yeah, and uh, one other comment that Jim makes at the bottom of this thing that I thought was very interesting is that he was saying that the um, that the girls, a lot of these girls, um, have been coming in too skinny now. Uh, uh-huh. That uh, that a few of the girls have just been coming in too skinny. Uh, that uh, we would like to see smaller, but that doesn't mean skinny. Um, so I, I believe you know if you do look back at some of the girls, I think that you could definitely you can agree with that. Yeah, because they don't have enough muscle to be as lean as some of them were trying to be that they're almost better being you know a a little softer a little less lean um and being looking fuller and still muscular because you know it's kind of that uh catch 22 someone like jillian reville for example um she you know gets so lean she'd almost be better she would look bigger and less thin if she were to maybe not diet as hard you know that's just my opinion um because then you look a little fuller a little more muscular a little rounder instead of looking like he said you know skinny and thin you know i think jillian the jillian the may not be the perfect example because i actually think jillian needs to gain more muscle period but i do know what you're saying that well yeah well that on on top of that i think you know in the meantime in right. between shows she can't exactly gain five pounds of muscle you know but if she were to add more muscle yeah. um it, she look rounder right, and not absolutely. necessarily you know um you know, up and down. Well, I interviewed Juliana Malacarne and we got about 15 minutes with her. And I, I think it's a very telling interview because she went through some stuff people don't realize uh, before the contest that uh, some, some obstacles that uh, people probably don't know about. So let's uh, hear the interview with Juliana Malacarne. And as soon as that's over, we're going to go into commercial break and we'll be back a minute uh, afterwards with uh, me and Christina. This week we have back on the show, the new champion, women's physique champion, New York pro, Juliana Malacarne, welcome back to the back to the show, Juliana. Thank you, Laro. Thanks for having me one more time. Absolutely, I, I had to have you after after this after this big win. Thank you. Um, I wanted to start with something that people um, might not know that you had some um, some obstacles to overcome that uh, a lot of people don't have when they do a show. I know you had to go back to Brazil kind of unexpectedly. Could you tell everybody about that? Yes, four weeks out. When I was four weeks out from New York Pro, I was at the gym, and I got a phone call from my brother from Brazil saying that my mom had a stroke, 
and she was in intensive care and was like such a, a nightmare for me when I heard that I was four weeks out and I I didn't know what to do and I decided I had to go back to Brazil and check on her so two days later I was in Brazil in the hospital sleeping with my mom every night feeding her uh, giving her a bed, changing diapers. I wasn't able to train. I wasn't able to eat well. Um, anything. And I was in a devastating, you know, mentally yeah. like devastating. was like she was, you know, she almost died. She almost died. Mm. And she was in intensive care. And it was super, super, super hard. Very hard. Um, yeah. How is your mom doing now? She's doing better now. She's still not doing great. She's in wheelchair and stuff, but she's recovering. It's a very like slow process, mm. but every day she's doing a little better. So after two weeks there, I decided that she was out of like uh, she wasn't in the hospital anymore. She right. wasn't home. She was doing physical therapy. She was uh, doing okay. And I decided to come back to uh, New York and still trying to do the show. And I did. Even my mom doesn't want me to do. My mom always was telling me, please don't do this again. You're going to get hurt. You know, uh, you're not going to place well. Please don't do this. And I said, Mom, I want to take a shot. I'm halfway there. You are doing better. Please support me. Please support me. So she told me, okay, whatever makes you happy, you do whatever makes you happy, you know. So I came back here and I did the show. <laughs> so, so your mom, um, because of, I mean, she was saying that because you have done shows. I mean, you did a bunch of shows as a pro, and none of them went uh, uh-huh. went very well, right? Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so she was she was show. she was concerned that you were going to do it and you were going to be very disappointed again. Again, yeah, and she always tell me, you don't need that. You don't need this, you know. You, you know, you don't need to go through this whole thing again. Um, you talked about that a few times. I've heard you say about how disappointing it was to compete as a pro and figure and to do that bad. Um, what, what, you know? Obviously, losing is never good. You know, you train hard for something and you you want to win. What, what was it like competing in figure, going from being the best uh, in Brazil and then winning your pro card there to coming to America to, to getting last place? It was very hard at the beginning, especially because I came from the overall IFBB World Championship and I had no place in my first profession, my first pro show here. And, you know, I always always win my whole life. Since I started to compete, I never took less than second Mm -hmm. place in my life. So for me, it was very hard. I did like maybe 10 pro shows in figure, and the best place I got was the fourth place right. once. And the most was like 30 call out, <laughs> you know, not even second call out. So it was very disappointing. It was very hard for me, hurtful. And, but I try, I try. I, I asked the judge, what should I do? You should lose muscle. I did, I stopped training. Basically, my the years I competed as a figure competitor, I didn't train much, very little, especially like three months before. Mm-hmm. All my pre-contests, I wasn't lifting anyway, anyway, just doing cardio and stuff. But it was never enough, never enough, never enough, never good enough. So I just think they had that impression that I was too muscular. And I'm not. It's just my body i told that once before with you and i'm not like too muscular i mean small just my muscles are round my belly muscles are very round and my joints are small so i look big but i'm not yeah that's 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 true you know you you competed everybody said you were you know big uh in your women's physique debut in the in the recent win but you were only 120 pounds right 119 pounds Yes, yes, I was 18, 19, and I wasn't even like 120 pounds in this show, you know. Yeah, yes, it's not like you're a, you're a big girl, not by any means. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just look. Yeah, I tell, <laughs> I tell people you're like uh, the Phil Heath of women's physique because everything on you is very, very round. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. So, so this show, obviously, we had a totally different result. Instead of being last call-out, 
your first call out and you win. And you don't just win, you win with a perfect score. How did uh, tell tell everybody how it felt to uh, see the scorecard and to know that you uh, you were exactly what they were looking for, a perfect score? Oh, I feel, I feel great. I feel I'm very happy, uh, very proud of that actually because they have like no doubt. All the nine, I don't know how many judges were there, and Jim Manuel was the head judge. Right. Was the I asked to be president. What's like, you know, so so great for me, and they have no doubt that. Um, I was the the first place. I was the champion there, and I heard the other shows. The girls was placed like one point different for first place, or second place, or third place, and right. it was like they were close to each other, you know. And I got like a perfect score from every single one there. It was so good. I did the same at uh, when I won the um, figure award championship. Mm-hmm. I became pro. It was the same. It was like. Perfect, per- perfect score for every single judge, and you know it's so good, such a good feeling. <laughs> I don't know how to explain, but it's great, excellent. Um, you know, you made a good point, and me and Christina talked about this earlier on the show about the fact that Jim Mannion was the head judge, and this is the yeah. first time that uh, the president Jim Mannion has uh, judged yep. a women's physique show, and mm-hmm. um, so it can only tell us just from uh, from from looking what that means is that uh, this is the direction that maybe he was hoping it to go forward to the entire time. And, and by him sitting down and, and judging this division, he wanted to make a clear picture for the other judges and for the future of where women's physique should head towards. And, uh, and, and basically, that, that's you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds like, right? <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, I'm so happy that they are giving opportunity for girls with muscles, you know, for girls who really like to work out, really like go to the gym and lift the heavy and lift the hard, you know, that's great because at the beginning it was like, uh, for me, the first girls, they are just like figure girls. Yeah. If they put their high heels and they go compete in a figure show, I don't think they look any different than a figure girl looks, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm very happy that uh, they are giving opportunity to girls with more muscles. Not only me, but the girl who plays second, the girl who plays third. Right. Uh, they were all, like, more muscular, a little, like, you know, more like, I think, what physique should be and what everybody expect from physique, right? I agree. I totally agree. And I agree with you with what you said originally the first few shows. Um, those girls, um, basically, to me, like Sarah Hurley, who uh, won, very nice girl, but she, she is a figure girl. And uh, and there's she is a, a figure girl who wasn't any harder or more muscular than she would normally been for figure because she was, she was in the middle of dieting for a figure show. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I definitely agree that there should be a distinction between the two. Um, now, what are you going to do since you're already perfect, basically? They, they said you were perfect at the show, perfect score. What will you do to improve for the next time you get on stage? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I will do the same thing that I've been uh, doing and try to keep the same. I'm going to uh, try to get some feedback, feedback from the judge, too, and see... Uh, what I did wrong, what I should improve, but um, I, I don't know. I think pretty much was everything was like well done. Uh, but I, I always, I, I never think. I don't think I'm the best. I don't think I'm the greatest. You know, I think everybody has potential. I work hard for, and if I have to improve, I have to change. I will do it. I will do it. Let's talk about posing for a minute. Obviously, in in figure as a pro in figure, you don't do any posing in America. Uh, uh-huh. Was it different to get back and uh, and do these uh, women's physique poses? Yeah, it's very hard, very hard. At first, I thought I would not do it. I said, "I'm not gonna get this." Oh my god, that hurts so much! <laughs> oh, hurt so much, and was shaking. I was shaking. I said, "Look at this! How I'm gonna step on the stage shaking <laughs> like this?" And uh, yeah, I train. I train a lot for because I wanted. I want to do good. I don't want to, like, I want to step on stage and I want they look at me like a champ. I don't want they look at me like, ah, oh, you know, uh, that, this was good, but this wasn't good. So I, I really try hard to do, like, the best right. that I could. And I think I, I learned. I think I still need to improve the pose and train more. But um, uh, I think overall was good. And it's more enjoyable. I just think this division is more enjoyable. It has a routine. It's kind of fun. It's more work, but uh, more enjoyment, too. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure coming from figure where you're just doing quarter turns, this this uh-huh. definitely this definitely adds a whole new thing to it. You can be a little more creative with the routine and everything. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, what I know everybody's been asking you this. I don't know if you've had time to decide yet. What is the next plan? Where does Juliana Malacarne go next? What's the next show? I don't know. I don't, I like to do one more show. I don't like to do many shows, but I like to do one more show and close. I don't want to like take a long break. But I, I, I'm not sure yet. I cannot say anything yet. I was thinking about New Orleans. I was thinking about Chicago because they are the next two shows. Right. Toronto. I love to do Toronto, but I don't have the visa. It's only in two weeks, so right. I, I need the visa because I'm Brazilian. I need the visa to go to Canada, so that's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen, but um, I don't know. Maybe one of these two, but I'm not sure. I cannot say anything for sure yet. Maybe. Um, one of the things you mentioned, I was wondering about this when I watched the interview with you and Dave Palumbo for uh-huh. RX. I, I, you said that you mentioned this that you're not going to do a whole bunch of shows. So what I was wondering is, you stay so lean in the off season. You, you're not somebody who gains a lot of weight. You know, you don't put on a lot of fat or anything. What, uh-huh. what would prevent you from doing a lot of shows? What would be this? What would be the thing that would stop you from doing more shows? Um, I'm going to tell you, Errol, I'm doing this for so long. I've been competing for 12 years in my life. Right. I, I, I started fitness. I did fitness for four years. I took a break to get my degree in physical education. Then I did figure. And now I'm trying the physique. I don't have to have that illusion anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like the girls who are just starting right, right. the first year, second year, third year. You know, it's very exciting. I I look this as a business. Right. You know, I'm doing this uh, for business. I'm not doing... Of course, it's an ego first. It, I feel so, so happy that I won and it's great, you know. But um, I don't have that. You know that thing anymore? Like do many shows sure. and that—that's why. You know, I can't do more shows, and I, you know, I'm as you said, I'm always kind of in shape. I'm never like fat, or even my off season, I'm always like in pretty decent shape. But I uh, just don't feel like you know traveling around and doing shows and doing show after show after show after show. I prefer like do maybe one more show or two shows and. Take a break and rest and eat. I like to eat. I like to have fun. I like to enjoy life. You right. know, it's too much like discipline. Too much. <laughs> so, in, in other words, it has to it has to make financial sense for you to do exactly. these things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you never know if you become the first uh, women's physique Miss Olympia next year or whenever they decide to do it. I've heard rumors that they're thinking about doing it this year, but let's just say they do it next year in 2013. Maybe there'll be some big financial rewards in your future for this thing. You never know. I hope. I hope. I <laughs> wish they would do this year. I know. Because that would be great. You know, <laughs> I'd love to compete at Olympia this year instead of wait for a year and a half yeah, and try to do next year. We, because we never know. We never know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. So how can you play in like uh, more than a year Very ahead, true. you know? Very true. So like, like, uh, I, I would love to give a shot this year, but I don't know if they will do that. Well, Juliana, I got to tell you, Good luck. Uh, I'm very. I'm proud of you. You did really, really well, and uh, I know that you're going to do really well in the future. So, uh, thank you very much for coming on Access Bodybuilding. As usual, I'm sure we're going to have you a bunch more in the future. And uh, good job. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk fusion bodybuilding bodybuilding strongest supplements head over to fusionbodybuilding.com today Myotropics Physique Nutrition is the most exciting supplement company to come along in decades. That's because Myotropics isn't just another company. It's the brainchild of iconic metabolic expert, Dr. Scott Connolly, the inventor of the original
digital body recomposition product that changed the industry and allowed millions of people to get in the best shape of their life. And CEO Vince Andrich, author of the groundbreaking Physique Athlete Guide. Myotropic's flagship product, Physique 2.0, contains their exclusive Meta Effects Amino CD protein compound that maximizes whole body protein economy. Your personal linchpin for gaining and retaining the most muscle while also shedding maximum body fat. Plus, Physique 2.0 contains the world's first legitimate fat-burning carbohydrate, Meta Effects FAO-CHO, for full hard muscle and increased fat burn. If you live to develop the ultimate physique, go with Myotropics, real people that live to develop physique nutrition. Go to Myotropics.com. It's your body. It's your art. Master it. Myotropics.com. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 60XO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. So are you from Australia paying far too much for supplements with the inflating weigh-in amino prices? Why not check out the all-new RX Muscle Australia for the latest Australian and worldwide content and coverage. While you're there, check out Bulk Nutrient Supplement Store, the official supplement store for RX Muscle Australia. You can visit Bulk Nutrients at bulknutrients.com.au, your one-stop shop. And also check out the all-new rxmuscle.com.au. RX Muscle Australia, the truth in Australia bodybuilding. Are you looking for some of the most groundbreaking, highest quality nutritional supplements on the market? Then look no further than BioFlex Nutrition. 100% Australian owned and direct from the manufacturer. You'll get some of the most pure and affordable supplements offered today. Better yet, with no proprietary blends or fillers and by including only the best ingredients, we proudly bring to the market Australia's purest range of supplements. Find us online at BioFlexNutrition.com.au BioFlex Nutrition, Australia's purest supplements. That's BioFlex, ready to go. Paying inflated prices for products which are full of hype and fillers? At Bulk Nutrients, you get the purest products available direct from our factory. There are no middlemen, contractors, distributors, or shop fronts. Bulk Nutrients stocks protein, carbs, aminos, pre-workout recovery, encapsulated products, fat burners, test boosters, and so much more. Bulk Nutrients is 100% Australian-owned and operated, and will give you higher quality and better prices guaranteed. So visit BulkNutrients.com.au. It's your one-stop shop. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet and exercise, up-to-the-minute news and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RxMuscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding. Christina, let's uh, keep breaking down the uh, New York Pro. Uh, did you like the, the uh, interview? She, it's interesting that um, her mom, I, I, she never really told anybody before, at least in the interviews I heard, that her mom had had a stroke. So it's um, Yeah, I did, I did not know that. Yeah, so it's, it's a, it's just goes to show you, she took two weeks off of training, four weeks out before the show to go take care of her mom in Brazil and she still comes in looking like that. So it's almost like, you know, she, she's one of these Something, girls. Yeah, that's exactly. Damn good genetics. Yeah. It's, it, that's what I told her. You know, I told her after the interview, I said, you know, be careful. Don't, don't over, don't train too much. You know what I mean? Because right, right. obviously if she looks like that with only training two weeks and, um, and, and dieting, you know, for a few weeks, you know, she spent two weeks in Brazil, not training or eating or whatever, you know, it's like, I don't want her to over She's perfect. So, you know, Say she trains really hard for the next ten weeks or whatever till the next show, um, she may end up being too big and too hard. Well, and here's the thing too: when you're Brazilian like that, um, you're at least your uh, your butt stay nice and full most yeah. of the time, yeah. and uh, doesn't matter how lean you get. That's you know an Italian Milo type of trait. 
Uh, someone like uh, Yasaria Robles in bikini, she's uh, Puerto Rican. But, you know, uh, it's it's nice that you have that um, type of gift where, <laughs> you know, you still have that. Even if you diet and diet and diet, you can never give that up. What, which, a, wonderful, um, what a wonderful gift. Well, I think that adds a lot to a woman. You turn Absolutely. around and to know that she still has nice shape to her butt, that you know there's muscle underneath there and they didn't just cardio the whole thing off. I don't know. I I'm uh, I'm like that. I'm not necessarily an ass man, but I like that. <laughs> she is. She has a ridiculous butt. I I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a butt like that on a girl before. Um, it's just all muscle. Like even when she when I saw her at the Arnold, she was working at Jerry Beck's booth, and uh, she hadn't been training and hadn't been eating, and her butt was still look just basically like it did on stage. It's like uh, yeah. ridiculous. It's a wonderful gift that everyone wishes they had. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so let's talk just for a moment because everybody, obviously, if you listen to Heavy Muscle Radio or any other show, you've heard people break down the uh, men's open bodybuilding. So we're not going to go a lot into that, only to uh, to say that uh, Cedric McMillan uh, did what I expected and uh, came in first place. Um, pretty. I think, mo- I, think, I think most people expected that, yeah, yeah? Yeah, I think so. He pretty solidly beat everybody. He actually didn't get straight ones on the scorecard he had seven points that means he did have some people that didn't vote for him for first place which is a little surprising but um you know because i don't johnny jackson did look good and johnny jackson was really in the first round he was only one point behind he had eight to cedric seven so that means that uh that johnny did receive uh let's see he received two two first place votes so um you know he looked great but the problem with johnny is that his legs are very no matter what his legs are very up and down and cedric's legs are ridiculous Yes. You know, I mean, just yes. unbelievable, like crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's tough for me to, to see him, um, uh, uh, an in-shape Cedric, losing any points to anybody, any of these guys. But that's how it worked out. Uh, Johnny Jackson did come in very impressive shape, placing second ahead of um, a whole bunch of people that were predicted to beat him, uh, Steve Kuklo, uh, and also definitely Juan Morrell. And a lot of people thought that uh, – that even John De La Rosa would be ahead of uh, Johnny Jackson. A lot of people doubted him, and he proved everybody wrong. Second place is very good in a show like this. Well, absolutely. And I, I, the fact that, you know, he still had some ones in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some amazing. people still thought he deserved to win. I think that's that's very impressive. To be able to walk away and say that um, is is refreshing, too. Absolutely. Big, uh, big debut for both Steve Kuklo and Juan Morrell. I heard that uh, Steve looked much better at the night show than he did in the morning, and so did Juan. Uh, the color apparently was not right. Uh, uh. Vaughn net. this is a guy that uh, a New York police officer who was a 202 guy last year, has blown up. This guy looks like a caricature of himself. Um, you know, I don't know what he did. I know a lot of people were saying last year that he was still natural or whatever, but something happened to this guy, and he looks like a completely different guy. And <laughs> if he comes in shape, if he comes in like peeled, I think we could see Vaughn Antoinette doing very well in, in open pro shows. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think he surprised some people, so yeah. it's good. Very big, big, big. I mean, he's probably 20 pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, the men's 212. This was um, the most highly t- contested class. And this is the, uh, the, the like I said, if there was one thing that I did like, women's physique, this is what I didn't like, unfortunately. And um, it's just, you know, Kevin English wins again with straight ones, okay? He had a perfect score. Um, and a lot of people, I think almost everybody I talked to had Sammy El Haddad. Uh, they call him the blacksmith. Um, this is his pro debut. Uh, he's, he's been doing, he's been competing on the international level for many, 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 many years, but finally decided to come and uh, compete as a pro, get second place. Um, and then um, Jose Raymond, who a lot of people also thought beat Kevin English, who should have gotten second place, not as good as he uh, usually is, places third. Okay. Um, I guess the um, the drama comes in because Kevin just was not on. I mean, people were were I mean, really tearing him up on the boards, and uh, so I want to I want to give a little bit of a justification or not a justification, just kind of like how things work. You know, I I would have liked to have seen that you know it placed differently, but the fact of the matter is that he is a two time Mister Olympia, and Samuel Haddad is a brand new pro. This is his debut, so it's very very hard. Even though maybe it shouldn't be, it's very very hard for somebody who's making their pro debut in any division to beat the the uh, reigning Mr. Olympia. It's just Oh, like, absolutely. So, like, would that ever happen? So so that's that's the key. Like I know people don't uh, because bodybuilding maybe it shouldn't be that way. I, I can agree that you know the best physique should win, but there's something that it just doesn't work like that in body. I mean maybe people that pisses people off and I get that, but it just doesn't work that way. You know, just Mr. Kevin English Needs is the champ, two-time champ, and he needs to be knocked out. Even by Jose Raymond, he needs to be knocked out. 
who is yeah. the, uh, the, the the closest contender. But from a new pro, a debut, this is about as good as Samuel Haddad could possibly do. Yes, yes. Um, so that's given, given the circumstances. Yes, you know, it's like it's like any other division. You know, the open men's body straight to bikini. You know, if Christina Voynich makes her debut and she is by far the best girl on stage, but she happens to be competing against uh, the the current Miss Olympia. In bikini, they're just not going to put you ahead of her. It just doesn't no. happen. No, especially when it's a pro debut, you have to earn your stripes. If sure. it's been a, been a, if it's been a few times, they've seen you here and there. Um, then yes, you may have a little bit more of a chance, but not a de- not at a debut, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and you know, it just it's just unfortunately, it's just how it is. And you know, it should it should at least give him more motivation though to come back next time, and he could take a win. Absolutely, and I listened to an interview <laughs> that he did after the show and and he and he seemed very happy about it him and uh, his trainer george farah seemed happy about it and they're realistic you know what i mean they they understand certainly george farah understands you don't beat the olympia champ on your debut so right i think the people that were most upset were the fans that were there i heard there was tremendous booze and stuff like that and uh it had to be tough for kevin english you know to to win and to get booed like that had to be tough uh that's the hard thing because you know they they're booing at the competitors. However, there's nothing these guys can do. It's like being mad if someone beats you, being mad at the person if someone beats you. Well, that person didn't beat you. The judges, it was their opinion, and it was up to them sure. um, that did it. So you know, you can't be mad at Kevin English yeah. over it. He just showed up like everybody else did, and the judges put him there. Yeah. Um, it's not not as if he's specifically you he know didn't cheat. Himself. He didn't cheat. Yeah, he didn't cheat to get yeah. there. He didn't do anything wrong. He did just as much as everyone else did, just like this guy did. So you got to earn your lives as much as that sucks, even when you deserve it. It's just part of, I think it's part of any industry, honestly. I agree. I agree. Um, We'll talk for a moment about figure. Uh, The top three girls that were predicted for figure um, were uh, obviously Candace Keene, who places first. Uh, Ada McCowan, who everybody expected to be second, but ends up in third. And Heather Dees. Um, species athlete and uh, came in second, surprising a lot of people. Um, before we uh, we get started on Candace Keen or anything, what did you think about Ava Cowan losing uh, to Heather Dees? That's a really big uh, a big move. Yeah, that was it was tough. I think most people had Heather at like you know maybe three, four, five. You know, um, and very well deserved. I think some, um, I think we talked about this on Muscle Girls. I had Candace John just a little bit higher because she had just come off a win. She had been placing, you know, second at a lot of, at a lot of shows. Um, I, I think Heather is, you know, one of the new faces and she has a fresh look. And not that I'm saying Ava doesn't, but it's different. It's new. It's fresh and it's, it's youthful. And, um, I, I, they wanted to award that. Um, it's something that's that's brand new. Yeah. Um, the people that I talked to, uh, the judges that I talked to that were there, the judge of the show, said that um, that Ava looked harder than usual um, everywhere, in the face, in the body, that she looked drier and harder than usual. I, it didn't really come across in pictures as much, but that's what I was told. And um, that harder look is, is not what they're looking for, obviously, because Heather is nowhere near uh, harder. I actually think Heather has been in better shape before. Heather D yeah. than this. Um, the thing is, Heather is a very pretty girl. She is a very pretty girl. And uh, I think that's, honestly, I think that's what put her past her, that Ava was a little too hard and that Heather is a pretty girl. And they, they gave it to her just for that. Now, Candace Keen, uh, obviously, you know, places, gets all ones on the scorecard. And um, I think pretty easily takes this, uh, takes this class again, oh, winning yeah. again uh, for the uh, second time this year. This is six in a row for her. Other than, uh, or not six in a row, four in a row, I think she told me. Other than the Olympia and uh, the Arnold and the Shrew. Uh, wow, nice. So any of nice the, little, uh, nice little track record there. Yeah. So, what do you think that means? Do you think that? Do you think, in your opinion, with the momentum going forward, she's not going to do another show till the Olympia, unless she's, unless she's lied to me, she's not going to do another show. You know, she's she's one that loves to do shows, so you never know. But she says she's not doing another one till the Olympia. Um, assuming that's the that's the case. Um, where do you think this puts her momentum-wise? Do you think that she is now a uh, one or two girl at the Olympia, or do you think she's still in third behind Erin uh, um, and uh, Nicole? Mm. Uh, I think maybe this time they may give her a uh, a, a second to, to one of them. Um, possibly. Possibly. It's tough because you don't have Aaron Stern and you don't have Nicole Wilkins competing 
much throughout the year. Right. Um, to see how they look right now, to see her next to them at this point of the year. Um, that's what I would like to see. Um, I, it'd be nice if the two of the three of them could do a show or, or one, one of them or two of them could all do a show together and you could see, you know, realistically where they are in the middle of the year and not just once a year at the Olympia or the, um, at the Arnold. Um, I, I think if this keeps going, she could be a number two, um, eventually, you know, being the, uh, uh, go out and say the Miss, Miss Olympia as well. Um, I I like Candace. I think she has such beautiful shape. Um, same thing like with with Heather is that um, you know her her back is amazing. You don't see that in a lot of figure girls nowadays. I was talking with Michael about this. I think the problem with um, with figure and the girls that are coming into it years ago. I'll even say three years ago. Even when I started, if you were a woman and you wanted to compete, figure was your option, which meant you took some time to really add muscle to really build up. Your- and then you went into figure. Well, now that's not really happening. You have girls that are interested in competing and they jump into bikini and they stay there. So I don't think there are as many superstars in figure. They're not kind of coming through. You don't have all these really, really talented women piling through anymore because it's just not as popular as it used to be. And if you're a new girl, you're like, oh, I'll just jump into bikini and then they kind of stay there. Um, so I think someone like Candace Keene is very rare. And if she can, you know, keep this, I think she'll probably compete again before the Olympia. Huh. My goodness. She'll, she did like seven or eight shows last year. I, I think I think she'll do probably another two minimum, another two shows, <laughs> uh, which is okay. I love Candace. She, she deserves it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to say again, my long-winded answer. Yes, I I, I agree with you. I think that she will. Uh, she will. I don't know if she'll compete again, but I think when she does, she will uh, be in the top two. That's my prediction. All right, Aaron. I'm actually going to put money on the fact that she will compete again this year. Wow. How much? How, how, how much? Am, how much am I putting down? So I'm betting that she won't, and, and you're betting that she will. Yes. Uh, I believe better not bet a lot because you know, Candace is uh, known for uh, changing her mind on these things. I, I I will bet fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. All right. I will. I will bet fifty bucks. All right. Fifty bucks. Fifty your bucks. Game, your deal. game with fifty dollars. You got fifty bucks. I got fifty bucks. I got. 50 All right. Bucks. <laughs> this just means that in the future I'm gonna have to propose a bet, and you'll just have to agree to it no matter what. <laughs> oh, that's lame. That is lame. But yes. All right. Just so everyone is listening, um, my bet is fifty dollars that Candace Keen will compete again at least once. I'm not gonna call out the numbers or anything. How many times I think she'll? I'll say at least once between now and the Olympia. All right, all right. We'll see what happens. I like right. bets. Okay. Uh, men's physique. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's oh, okay. Uh, we're just talking about men's physique. Is it was it important? Oh. You had to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no, keep going. Um, men's physique. Uh, obviously, Mark Flex Anthony wins again, three in a row. I'm not surprised at all. What I was, what was interesting to me was uh, Craig Caperso, um, a men's physique pro who had decided to wait on making his debut has been telling me that he was going to come in bigger and, and he's putting on muscle and everything like that. And Craig did that, getting on stage at 217 at, uh, I think his weight was, uh, I mean, I think his height is like 5'10", 5'11", something like that. Yeah. And uh, he was hoping that this this would have played out well for him. He gets ninth place. I'm not surprised at all. that th- These guys are very small. 217, uh, even, even if he was 6'2", is probably way too big. Yeah, and I don't understand why... If you turn pro one way, you're going to take an off season to gain muscle when you're in men's physique. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. I think it was wishful um, thinking. You know what I mean? Like I think that he wanted it to be like that. Uh, yeah, I think when you're going to make your debut, I say show up just how you did the last time or as close as you can and then see what the judges have to say. Um, because you turn pro that way, which means they like you like that at one point. <laughs> um, so, you know, I would say, you know, keep it going um i have a question how do you feel about um the long hair and having it down versus i think at the night show he pulled it back i don't have a feeling well i don't feel one way or another about it i guess i guess some judges like the long hair thing i mean it worked for craig up until now so I mean, yeah that's what i was wondering we don't see too many men anymore with long hair so I was just uh, wanted to get your opinion I, I since think, you are a men's physique competitor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think that uh, that with Craig's features, I think that it works for him. I'd cert- okay. I don't think it would work for everybody. Uh, 
Colin Humphreys, Humphrey. I always say Humphreys. It's Humphrey. Colin Humphrey, the Matt, Matthew McConaughey lookalike, gets second place, and then Eddie Baird uh, gets third. Uh, Eddie is uh, this is I believe this is his last show of the year, at least for a while. Um, he is a, a lawyer by uh, by trade and a busy guy, so ah. um, he's going back to lawyering for a little while, from what I understand. Okay. Um, not a bad, not a bad gig. <laughs> not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. It's either men's physique or be a lawyer. You know. That's that. That makes uh, his woman very happy. I'm going to assume. Not only does he have abs, he's also a lawyer. Yeah, there you go. And I think a very good, a successful lawyer too. Which is I'm going to assume. Yeah. Um, next uh, on our list is the uh, Toronto Super Show. We're just going to touch on this just for a minute. Um, they they are having a, a whole assortment. They're having the figure. They're having bikini. They're having the men's bodybuilding. Uh, I think they're only having uh, they're having the open N212. I believe right. I think so, yeah. And they're having fitness. So they're having everything but women's bodybuilding, I believe. And uh, no, there are no women's physique and men's physique. I, I take that back. There, There is a women's physique. Is women's physique. No men's physique then. then. Correct. There is a women's physique. Um, I will throw in a few, a little bit of info I have Good on uh, the Toronto show. Um, I don't know much about the men that are jumping in. I haven't um, been too up on that one lately. But um, I do know that Nicole Ball will be competing, and she will be making her women's physique pro debut, which should be uh, very interesting. And, you know, maybe with the the new, um, I don't know, thought process that people may have now that, you know, Jim Manning has judged a show and wants a little more muscle, a little bigger. Maybe that could play a little into her favor. Um, and she's from Canada, so that can't hurt either. Um, you kind of home field advantage. Um, she's competing. I know some other are going to be doing a bikini, for example. You've got Justine Monroe, who's going to compete. Um, I believe Jennifer Chapman is competing. Yeah. And the big name um so far the biggest i don't i haven't heard of india paulino jamie beard i haven't heard of any of those girls doing it but diana dahlgren is competing um so she is now about a week and a half or so out oh, i thought from, she uh, i thought she uh, said she wasn't i asked her she said she is uh she is competing she change her mind again huh yeah she is she's gonna do it good for her good for her um yeah. I, I think i said there was no female bodybuilding but i was wrong there is female bodybuilding. there should be um that's that's one of the few shows a year that yeah, yeah, always has female bodybuilding yeah, yeah, yeah. of course uh, i know uh, uh kim buck who was just here in uh tampa recently uh to visit melody specko is um is competing in that show. A very impressive uh, female bodybuilder. Anybody who's seen Kim Buck. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's very, very, very impressive. Um, yeah, the, the one of the things is, like, like as you know, it makes it difficult for us to cover shows like this, is even though this show is less than uh, two weeks away, we don't have the official competitor list yet, which is very, right. anno- very annoying to me and to you. But um, next week, when, when will it have to be out? It'll be out by next Tuesday, I believe, right? Yeah, I think the final list is out the Tuesday before the show. So we should know, hopefully, uh, before Just, we record next week. Yeah, before we record next week. So it's going to be an interesting show. I mean, I wish I could have uh, went to this one. RX Muscle will be covering it. Uh, we're sending Brian Hildebrand to this one. So uh, it'll be it'll be uh, fully covered, and uh, it's going to be a good show, I'm sure. I'm excited. It'll yep. be good. All right, Christina, that is it for this week. Uh, it really wasn't that abbreviated a show after all, because me and you bullshitted. We talked so much, but... We usually don't get to do this. We've, um, you know, put a put a cap on it lately. So this was our chance to uh, bullshit a little bit more than usual. So yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed this little bit of chit chat this time. Yep. Tell people how to reach you, Christina. You can reach me at uh, Christina C R I S T I N A at rxmuscle.com or musclegirlzinc at rxmuscle.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, my first and last name, musclegirlzinc on Twitter. We're actually throwing out a uh, Twitter challenge. For uh, Muscle Girls Inc., we almost have a thousand followers. We're at I think like nine hundred and sixty-four or something like that. Um, if you are our one thousandth follower, or you are the person who like retweeted it that got our one thousandth follower, then um, you get a very special um, Muscle Girls Inc. goodie bag and gift that we'll send you with all of the products and uh, supplements that Diana and I like to use. Wow. That's very nice. I might try to get that. Yeah. So <laughs> you uh, quit un quit un uh, quit following me and then follow us. I'm gonna wait till back. that last second. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, for me, it's uh, Jubaka Jubacca at rxmuscle.com. Follow me at sign Aaron Singerman. Just so you know, I almost have 3,300. So there'll be no contest anytime soon until I get to 4,000. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shouldn't <laughs> take too long. So you guys keep up with me. Um, <laughs> That's it, Christina. Thank you for doing the show, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. See everyone next week. Peace out. Bye.